0: with over one thousand eight hundred branches worldwide. Join us for a life changing experience as you listen to this message. Head of the church and indeed, our Father has always been good to us. And today he's here to feed us the word of God one more time. And it's only fitting that it's a Father's Day. And if you're excited to hear from our Father, please be on your feet. Oh shall Come in a I of say Let's welcome our Father. Let's welcome our All to one. the Lord, all I have to say is that. Are you grateful? What? What shall I say? Come on, lift your voice onto oh, the Lord. All I have to say is thank you, Lord. Thank you, Baba. Thank you, Lord. Come on, sing it out. Thank you, Lord. Oh, let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we want to bless you on Father's Day because you are our true Father. We ask you to bless the time of the ministration of the Word. We ask you, my God, to align our hearts to you. May the heart of every estranged child be aligned to their father. Open our eyes to see that you are the father of all spirits. Help us as children to benefit from the father's blessing. In the name of Jesus, amen. We thank the Lord. May we you take your seats. Of the week, Malachi chapter one and verse six. But before I um, we go over that, I just want to comment briefly about what Sister Felicia said. That you know the children are your children also. Hallelujah. And if there's anything that you want to um, correct, you are allowed to. Amen. Amen. And I want to add that if there's any good thing they are doing, that you want to encourage them also they are not only going to need courage, they are also going to need encouragement to go on doing something that is going to be a blessing. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Malachi chapter 1 and verse 6. A son honoreth his father and a servant his master. Then it goes on to say, where is my honor? If then I be a father, where is my honor? And I, if I be a master, where is my fear? Saith the Lord of hosts unto you. O priest, that despise my name. And ye say, wherein have, ye, have we despised thy name? Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. Hallelujah. So let's go. Malachi 1 6. A son honoreth his father, and a servant... His master, if, I, if then I be a father, where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Says the Lord of hosts unto you. O priest that despise my name, and ye say, wherein have we despised thy name? Malachi 1.6. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. So God is speaking. And he's speaking to the people now. Just before you think this is about pastors, you are mistaken because you saw the word priest there. You think this is addressing pastors, it's addressing the whole congregation. Hallelujah! Because you see, especially in the New Testament, all believers are priests. It says so in First Peter chapter 2. He said, You are a holy priesthood, hallelujah! A royal nation, a holy priesthood. So it says that. God is saying the responsibility, the what is expected of a son. He said, if a son does what to their father, honored his father, and a servant honores his master. And so, God is using that to say, it is expected of you, if you consider me a father, where is my honor? Amen. Amen. Are you there? So, and if I am your master, as a servant, you have to, you have to have a dread, or a, uh, a, a certain edge to please the master. Hallelujah. Yes. Now, on Father's Day, you know, we can preach the message from different angles. I believe the scripture of the week was specifically chosen because you see that clearly it's linked to your relation to your father. Hallelujah. And, um... I started when I was praying, I was saying that God is the only true father. The the, the reality of the fact is that no human father would score 100% with anybody. Amen. No human father will be able to do everything perfectly. Um, Bishop has a book called My Father, My Father. And in that he talks about different fathers that you will meet in your life. Amen. And then he talks about how at various stages of your life, depending upon what the need is, the God who is the Father of all, He would bring someone into your life to play a type of a father role. Amen. Now, what people are used to doing is that they take they take their expectation of what a father should be, something that is missing, something that maybe they have seen someone, they have seen someone. Um, maybe relating with their children a certain way or some, somebody being a father in a certain way. And they be begin to look for that in a particular father. And when they don't find that in that particular father, then it's like the father is now zero. It's like you are not doing nothing. You are not doing narrow. Every good thing the father has done is like completely forgotten. Are you there? But I want to submit to you that... There is no human being, it's just like the Proverbs 31 uh, scripture. Have you seen the Proverbs 31 scripture which describes the ideal woman? Have you met one? Every every woman is aspiring to be that, but it is like a model. Are you with me? The only true model of a father that would fulfill all things perfectly is God. But then where one father is deficient in one area, God will bring another person. But in the process, you need to learn how to honor your father anyway. Amen. Yes. Because in the scripture that says that honor thy father and thy mother. And it shall be well with you. You get it. That your days may be long in the earth. It does not say honor your father and your mother who are perfect. Does it say that? Is there a qualification? Hallelujah. Let's look at the scripture in Jeremiah Chapter 2. And we will take it from, I think, verse 20 or 21, thereabout. Jeremiah chapter 2. My message is entitled to Father of Spirits. God is the Father of all spirits. Amen. And how many know we are spirits? Okay. So um, go to 21. It says, I have planted thee a noble vine. We shall preach, use this verse to preach. So I, I said I'll start with that one this morning, the bishop was preaching from here. He said, I had planted thee a noble vine, holy, a right seed. How then art thou turned into a degenerate plant of a strange vine? So you can, you feel free to change to New King James. Okay, go to 21. Yet I had planted thee, yet I had planted you a noble vine. Hallelujah. So so he's talking about the people of Israel. He's talking about believers. That I planted you a certain way. And now you have changed. Go to 22. For though you wash yourself with lime and use much soap, yet your iniquity is marked before me. So in other words, when th- th- there, are spiritu- there is spiritual dirt and there is physical dirt, when you get yourself dirty and you want to take a shower, you use physical soap. Is that not so? But if there is spiritual dirt on you, he said that even if you use much soap, much soap, it won't work. Because spiritual things can only be dealt with spiritually. Hallelujah. Okay, keep going. How can you say, I am not polluted? I have not gone after the boughs. See, your way in the valley know what you have done. You are a swift dromedary breaking loose in her ways. A wild donkey used to the wilderness. He's, he's speaking to his children. You see, one of the things that makes someone a father different from other instructors is that if if we have a visiting minister and they come to speak to you, right, the visiting minister doesn't know you close enough, okay, unless, unless somebody tells them these are the problems we are having in our church. Try and preach a message along these lines. Mm. (laughs) Amen. But usually we don't. Amen. And a visiting minister usually, they tend to preach a nice message. Ah. An exciting environment. Ah. And everybody tends to love the visiting minister. Amen. That is is why we should preach a message called the Visitor's Anointing. He said, even if you are a pastor, try to make yourself a visitor sometimes. So that, because church members are used to be happy with the visiting minister. But if you're a true father, you cannot only preach messages or you cannot talk to your children only in things that they would like to hear. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? In fact, one reason why somebody is not your child or you are not in charge of someone, one one of the evidence is that there's a certain way you don't correct them. Try to go to a, a public place and somebody's child is misbehaving and try and correct them. The parents will come after you. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? But that's why she, what she said is very prophetic. Amen. Amen. Because, because she's saying they are your children too. That then, well, If they are your children too, then that gives you the right to, to speak to them. Is that not so? And so uh, uh, when God is speaking to the people of Israel, he using very strong language. It is only because there is a relationship. When there's no relationship with someone, you can't speak a certain way to the person. Even, even here in this church, it's not every one of you that I can speak to you in a certain way. Some of you have to really watch my words very carefully. Amen. Yes. Because the way you are, it's like we, we, we can't talk to you in a certain way. It's like I have to be very, very you are very delicate. Amen. Yeah. But there are some of you that I can speak to you freely and I, I will even apologize. Amen. That means that there are certain things that you need to be told that perhaps you are not being told. Because of the way you have made the relationship. Because a father must be able to speak freely into the children's life. Amen. Amen. And your response ought not to be that you two have seen this about you. (laughs) Like the children are now, like Bishop said, either Bishop or Bishop Adia, one of the leading bishops, he was doing a marriage counseling with a couple. And one of the people said but you too. Don't you have problems in your marriage? Hey. <laughs> you see, if you think that way, you cannot receive correction. And then, secondly, secondly, then how can Paul, who was not married, counsel married people? Because Paul was, was single. He stayed single till he died. Hallelujah! It is by revelation and anointing. And does it help the person is married? That if the person who is married is able to use their own. Uh, marital issues as an example. Then it becomes a blessing to you. But that does not mean that a person who is not married or a person who is married with issues. Because you see, we are all human beings embracing the grace of God which has come unto us, leading us to become like Christ. Hallelujah. But you don't relate to your father on the basis of their merit. You relate to your father on the basis of the fact that they have been sent to you. And you need to hear their voice and their words as the word of God. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? So if God is using very strong language, it is because he feels he's talking to his children. The moment you are talking to someone and you need to restrain yourself a little bit, the relationship is not at the highest level. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Yeah. So from time to time, some people come and ask me, people in this church, how do you think I'm doing? Am I doing everything right? Such a person is ready for promotion. And for correction. Hallelujah. Amen. But you you only want praise. You only want your name to be extolled. told. You only want you want to hear uh, 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 words that will, will, will make your ear tickle. Amen. Are you listening to me? It looks like uh, I'm not making a lot of friends this Father's Day. <laughs> so because Apostle Jewel, Apostle Jewel is the one. What did he say? They didn't come to church today. Thank you very much. These are them, this is the, they are the ones who are sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive. <laughs> Amen. Apostle Juha is the one who said that if you have led your life up to this point, all the good things you have done is what has brought you here. So if we keep telling you of all the good things that you are doing, you will remain here. Now to move from here to here, we have to tell you other things you are not doing right in order to bring you forward. Hallelujah. So if you surround yourself only with praise singers and people who are afraid to tell you what you are doing wrong, you will not do well in life. Hallelujah. That's why at the workplace, you know, some places they have annual review, some places they have half year review. But if you have, they have an annual review at your workplace. It is not a smart thing to wait the annual review for your boss to tell you everything you have done wrong. In the course of the year, you you should check in. Very good bosses, they actually they actually let you know. It's like it will not be a surprise at the end of the year. Like in the course of the year, you you will know you have some feedback. Hallelujah! Very good boss. That's what they do. But if the, your boss is not doing it, you need to find out. Hallelujah! This thing that I, I said. What do you think about that? Do you think I could have done it this way or that way? Hallelujah! But it's all based on relationship. But if the last time your boss said something, you had this upper lip list lifted up with a squeezed face. Your boss will not tell you what is wrong with you because of the attitude. You have a bad attitude at the workplace. Hallelujah. I don't know why I'm speaking this way, but it's just I'm being led to speak that way. Hallelujah. But look at the scripture. It says, okay, go to 25. Withhold your food from being unshot and your throat from test. But you said, there is no hope for I have, been, I have, I have loved aliens. And after them I will go so so pause there for a moment. you see your father and you have a relationship okay there are some children who instead of developing the relationship to a deeper level, they rather go after aliens. in other words, they go after strangers. they go after people that are outside. amen and they rather develop a better relationship with someone outside like some of you you have a better relationship with another pastor. Instead of me that God has given to you. That person is an alien that you have a relationship with. Amen. Amen. But I, have is, I, I am I saying something that cannot happen? Yeah. You have a pastor. Sometimes I wonder, it's, it's like, do people have other people that are speaking into their life? And of course, you, we, we are supposed to receive from men and women of God, right? But then there is a scripture that says that you may have 1,001 instructors. But you have only one father. What's the difference between your father and other instructors? Other instructors are only to teach you some type of knowledge or revelation. But your father is interested in your total care. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. How many know that, that the person who is a pastor, your job doesn't end when you come and preach? Amen. Yes. I mean, preaching, sometimes people ask me, how, do you, how are you able to keep up with, the, with the, uh, having something to preach every uh, Sunday? And I tell them, for my work, this is the easiest part. <laughs> Having something to say. Last Sunday when I came to church, my message is to Hannah. My message that I have prepared on my iPad. Who was I talking to? Was I talking to you? When I came to church, that thing had deleted mysteriously. It had deleted mysteriously. So I had to preach it from, from my mind. I was telling him and Rasmus that get ready because... I may call on you to come and share your quiet time as the, as the message. Because my message is lost from the iPad mysteriously, up to today, it's not there. But it's not a question of having something to say. That one, you can always have something to say. Hallelujah. Amen. But a lot more of the work is, what happens outside of church? Amen. Amen. And so your father is someone who is interested in your total care. Sometimes I check on people, have you eaten? Have you eaten today? People in the church, have, have you eaten? One day I send a text to somebody, eat a cookie. Amen. Eat something. I'm instructing you, eat. Because of something that was happening that maybe they don't want to eat. I am saying, I'm your father. I say, eat. Things may be bad, but eat. Hallelujah. In other words, the father's role goes beyond just what happens publicly. And that then entitles the person to speak a certain way. But if you don't develop a certain type of relationship with the person, and instead you have have majored on you have majored on uh, uh, developing relations with other people, with aliens. Amen. With a complete stranger. So that a complete stranger has this relation with you, but you don't have that with your father. I think that's wrong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and, and sometimes people portray a certain um, picture to the person that is close to them. And then they portray a totally different picture to outsiders. But you see, the time has come for us to be real. Yeah. You need, we need to remove the mask on our faces. Yeah. The Bible says that we all, 2 Corinthians 3 and 18, we all with unveiled faces, we behold in a, as in a mirror, the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah, so that we are transformed. When you have a veil in your face, we you really don't know who you are, hallelujah. The, a, a true relationship cannot develop when, when you are a pretender. When, when you are not who we think you are, hallelujah. Amen. Openness and transparency is the only thing that will make God bring a word into your life that can shift you from where you are to another level. But if instead you have opened yourself by a, to a stranger, somebody who is outside, is who you have opened yourself to, but you don't open yourself to the person who would be able to tell you the truth about yourself. So he said that you said there's no hope I have, for. I have loved aliens, and after them I will go. Next verse. As the thief is ashamed when he's found out, so is the house of Israel ashamed. So, see, as I'm talking about this, some of you are—you uh, have been caught. You have been caught that you, you, you see, one of the strangest things is that there are some people, here like after church, it is as if we have needles pinching them. As soon as church is over, even common hello to somebody, they won't say it. Right. And they go. What are they going to do? They are going to these aliens that they have aligned themselves to. Oh, Hallelujah. Look, all of us are in a family. We came from a certain family. Nobody's family is perfect. Amen. As right. a matter of fact, the family was perfect until you joined it. Right. Amen. Right. Is that not so? Is that not how they measure if somebody is black? Somebody, somebody, may come from the ancestors are all white, and then, and then somebody marries uh, a black person, married into the family, the children are called black. Just by, so so long as there is. Exactly. The the one the one A. And and and. Sometimes they are caught in the middle. Hallelujah. Because these people don't accept you. These people don't accept you as a fool. But the point I'm making is that uh, all of us are from families. And, and when we are relating with our family, okay, we know that our sisters and our brothers, we have issues. We have things that, but, but, but then we, we don't abandon our family and then throw yourself into another relationship somewhere that appears perfect to you. But it appears perfect to you only because you are not from that family. If you are from that family, you will see that they also have their own skeletons in their closet. Hallelujah. And so he's saying that they and their kings and their princes and their priests and their prophets. He's describing Israel, the whole congregation. Saying to a tree, you are my father. So you see, they rejected God as their father. And then they are saying that they are saying to a tree you are my father. Amen. Yes. One day, a certain medical student went for public health, uh, community health, at a certain uh, part of a country in one of the continents. Amen. I will tell you, maybe you are from that neighborhood. And he met a lady, I think she had three children, and was asking her, which clinic did you deliver your children? Where, where, wh- which hospital, or which clinic? And then she said to his surprise, she pointed to a tree and said, this is where I delivered. Because there's no medical care in the place. And when it was time to deliver, what she did, she held the tree and that's how she pushed the baby out. So the tree was the clinic. True story. (laughs) Amen. So when I was reading this, you are saying to a tree, you are my father. And you are saying to a stone, you gave birth to me. Hallelujah. For they have turned their back to me and not their face. You see, this is God speaking. But like I said at the beginning, the universal fatherhood of God, it is the source from which all fathers derive our authority. Hallelujah. Are you there? This was not one of them. Remember I was saying that absent people. This, This was not one of them. Certain things have been said. Certain things have been said, but I'm just trying to correct In case you listen to the podcast, you might not think I said something bad about you. No, it, you are not included. Amen. <laughs> Let's correct it before, before any, any case arises. <laughs> Amen. He said, is, is how can you say to a tree? How can you say to a tree, you are my father? When you, ha- you, you, you know where your father came from. You know where your mother came from. Now you point to a tree that you are my father. It's, la- it's, the, it's, the, it's the highest level of, of ingratitude. It's the highest level of somebody not, not remembering. Hallelujah. Because your father is the reason why you exist. You know, yesterday we went for um, a funeral in uh, Indiana. One of our members in the Louisville branch passed last Tuesday. And his family is in uh, Indiana. So the funeral happened in Indiana. So Brother Eugene and myself went to um, do the funeral service all the way to the barrier. And then, and then one of the people that was assisting, one of the pastors that was assisting, so this man who had passed is a white man from, from here, from in originally from Indiana. So one of the, the priests, there was myself, Reverend Harold, and this other priest, was was uh, conducting the ceremony. So when he came to speak, you know, he said something that was very interesting. He said that the man who has passed, he was a very close friend of his father when they were growing up. So that the pastor was speaking, his father and the the Mr. Anderson is the one who has passed. So m- his father and Mr. Anderson were friends growing up. And he said that there's a story that somebody reminded him the day before on Friday. And the story was that One day, his father and Mr. Anderson, the man who was passed, they went swimming. And as they were swimming, he said his father panicked. Okay, I think his name is Grant. Grant. Mr. Grant, at that time, the boy Grant, he panicked in the swimming, uh, and then he began to sink. Are you following the story? As he began to sink, then he grabbed Mr. Anderson with him. And so Mr. Anderson was able to maneuver and save both his life and the other man's life. And so he was saying that, he was saying that if it wasn't for this man who is lying here, I will not be standing here speaking. Are you getting it? Because that man was his father. If his father, if Mr. Anderson had not saved his father from from, uh, drowning, his father would not have grown up to become a man and given birth to him. So that you see that that the seed of life in as much as all life comes from God. The seed of life from God the Father passes through a human being to birth you. That's why your father is very important. Hallelujah. Amen. And now when we grow up, sometimes when we when, when things are perfect, and when we, we tend to forget our mothers and our fathers. We tend to forget that they, they are the one who brought us. And now you are saying to a tree, You are my father, this is coming from God that I am the I am God, the, God your father who has birthed you. Amen. And now you have found an alternative. You have found an alternative. You know, one of the strangest things is that there are, some, uh, there are some people who are very respectful to ado- other adults. Young children who are very respectful to other adults, but they're not respectful to their own parents. This is, is, is that not what the scripture is saying? That, that you have found yourself an alien. That you are relating to a certain way. Amen. Amen. And these people think that you are what? The best thing that has arrived since what? Sliced bread. But then your parents don't have that opinion of you because you have directed your love towards outsiders. Amen. And it is at every level, at the level of young people growing up, you have to watch it that other people don't don't are not happy with you and your parents are not happy with you. Like other people are happy with you, but your parents are not happy you. have to watch that thing. But it's not a blessing. Amen. Amen. And then also, church members who have this relation with some other pastor, that they relate with that pastor that way. But then, your own pastor, you don't relate with that pastor that way. You have found yourself, what? A tree. And you are telling to the tree, you are my father. Amen. And then also, there are certain women There are certain married women who are very respectful to other men in the church. Amen. Very respectful to other men in the church, including the pastor. And has a way of, you know, making themselves very humble looking. But in the house, the man in the house, you are Adwa Schwarzenegger in the house. You see, that's what I'm talking about. We have to be re- remove the veil. Let's look at your face. Let's see who you are. Why is it that you, you, you call other people who are not your husband, my Lord? But then, the man that is with you, you are supposed to practice this thing with. As a matter of fact, you should practice with him and perfect it before you bring it to the public. Hallelujah. Amen. A lot of people are, uh, what do you call it, actors and actresses. But Jesus Christ, on the day he was crucified, he was stripped naked. There was nothing else. Everything was bare and open. To do well in life, you must make yourself transparent. And you make yourself the way you are must be what we see. Hallelujah. Only then can somebody see that there is something about this that you need to change. Are you listening to my message? So, on Father's Day... I want us to look at this other scripture. John chapter 4 and verse 23. John chapter 4 and verse 23. The hour is coming. And now is. When true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship them. Hallelujah. Worship Him. God is what? Spirit. And those who worship Him must worship Him in spirit and truth. God, the universal Father of all, is spirit. So we are establishing from John 4, 24, that God is spirit. And if we are supposed to worship Him in spirit, we also are spirits. Hallelujah. God, the universal Father of all, is spirit. Now, we are going to look at another scripture in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 9. But we are building our case. We are building a, a, a thesis. We are building a, 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 something for us to understand. He said, furthermore, we had human fathers who corrected us. And we paid them respect. Amen. The writer of the book of Hebrews said, we have what? Human fathers who corrected us. If somebody does not correct you, does not correct you, or that has nothing, ha, has only good things to say about your life. That person doesn't love you. Amen. Amen. Have you had an uncomfortable conversation with someone before? Someone that you love, and something didn't go right, and you need to talk about it. Sometimes you cringe because you don't want to offend. And you don't want it to be taken the wrong way, hallelujah. Yeah. But that if you truly love the person, you are not going to you are going to allow how they are going to take it because ideas go through your mind. How are they going to take it? This, this, and no, 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 no. You need to put everything aside because of love. Because you see, do you know that there's something that unless you tell someone, there's nobody else to tell them, yeah. hallelujah. Sometimes you have been divinely placed in someone's life. As the only one who can tell the person that thing. And if you don't, that is it. One day there was a man that, uh, I believe he was a pastor. And I think there was something that was going on. And um, Bishop used another phone, that was not his normal phone, to send a message to the person that this thing that's going on, you need to change it, you need to change you need to change this. And then he he responded and said, who is this? And then he sent another message. Everything that I'm saying, is that true or not? Who am I? It doesn't matter. But if it is something good that you know is true, work on it. He sent another message. "Um, Something funny like, um, you better stop this message. Otherwise, I'm going to delete your name from mine. And then he sent another message. So Bishop said, he kept sending the messages, and then the last time he sent the guy had some very, very flowery, colorful words. If you understand what that means. Like almost like insulting. Get the hell out of my face, things like that. And the bishop sent another message from his. Uh, Then he said, I am the one sending all these messages. I love you, and I wonder. So, I'm really sorry. Say, no, 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 no. I don't have to come and vaunt myself to tell you I am the bishop, I am whatever, I am whatever, if what is coming is truth. Because the moment you have to remind somebody, the moment you have to remind somebody, don't you know I'm your father? You realize that the whole thing is not a pretty picture. Right, right. Right? Don't you know I'm your pastor? Don't you know I'm your pastor? Why are you talking to me? This No, no, don't wait for that thing to happen. For somebody to now have to tell you and to remind you, do you get it? If it is truth, it is truth. He said the father wants those who worship him to worship him in spirit and in truth. And we have learned that God is a spirit. And now we are hearing that even our human fathers can correct us. And when they corrected us, what did we do? We paid them respect. Hallelujah. Shall we not much more readily be in subjection to the father of spirits and live? God is the father of spirits. Hallelujah. God is the father of spirits. And the whole model of fatherhood started with God. Think about the history of redemption. God is father of all. And he wanted a family. Hallelujah. So he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to be the model son. That we can look at him and become like him. But you see, right from Genesis through Moses, through the prophets, through the John the Baptist, no one could of their own effort become like the son of God. And so when the Son of God finished his ministry of preaching and healing and, and, and um, teaching, he had to die and go into the realm of the Spirit. Because he said that unless I die and go and go up to heaven, the Holy Spirit cannot come. Hallelujah. So you see, you have a human spirit. But at the same, by the same token, you need the Holy Spirit to help you. And that is why Christ came. That his death paved the way for us to make peace with God. And then the Holy Spirit was sent. Amen. After the Holy Spirit has come, there has there should not be anything spiritually that you can tell yourself that this is too hard for me. Because he is your helper. Amen. Amen. And so now, I want to live with the notion that if God is the father of spirits, and he is our father, then what does that make us? We are spirits. Hallelujah. Amen. And God is now our model. So, now this message is for all, because the women and men also can have father hearts. Hallelujah. So we are spoken about the behavior that should are expected from children. But if God is the father of spirits and God is our father, then he has to be our model of how to be a father. So now this is for fathers. And it's for mothers too. Amen. How does God show his fatherhood? What aspect of God's fatherhood do you enjoy the most? Anybody? He's your protector, alright? Comforter. Provider, he healer, he corrects. Amen. All Anybody else? All the above. All the above. <laughs> he instructs. Now, in terms of, and, and, and everything is true, in te- but, but in terms of how he relates to the children, like, like for instance, if you have a family of uh, two children, and then maybe. Cousins come on vacation, right? Cousins come on vacation. Someone was telling me, there's somebody who had how many children? Ten children. Fourteen. Fourteen boys. Because I don't want to say too much more, but somebody who lives on a certain planet has 14 children. And so you have two. You are used to having a big space to yourself. Do you get it? And then your cousins from out of town, 14 of them, are on vacation. (laughs) Do you get it? So now what you have to do is that you have to now you have to share your bed, you have to share your space, you have to share your food, you have to share everything with them, your toys. Do you get it? So what would what would the children be doing from time to time? They will be frightened and then what would the father be hearing? Complaints. The father will be hearing complaints. Hallelujah. Now a true father, you will see that One of the features of God, which we are all learning from as the Father of spirits, is that He is the Father with a very large heart for all kinds of people. How many know that we are all not the same? Even children from the same uh, parents are not the same. One likes, uh, what do you call it, uh, Wendy's, one likes uh, uh, McDonald's. (laughs) Amen. One likes to wake up early. One likes to, you know, sleep late. We are very different. Hallelujah. But the thing that makes a father a father is not just the biological act of bringing somebody into the world by birth. But then the father has a heart that has room for everyone because they are all his children. So so this one, this one has this feature that is so bad. Do you get it? This one, because everybody has good and bad. We are being groomed to become like Christ. But then, this one comes to complain, this one comes to complain, but the the father sits at the top and sees it from above. And he looks at all the children and says, these are all my children. So that he begins to make adjustments. You see, you're bad. Maybe instead of sleeping this way, now sleep this way. So that you can fit. Do you get it? That's a father trying to make room. So one of the things we can learn from God as the father of spirits is that you see we have to be inclusive and we have to be forgiving. Another thing, the father is that forgiving. God as a father is very forgiving. Hallelujah. If somebody is one of the things you should watch out, is that when somebody's children are doing something bad and you are talking about it, be careful you don't say it too much. Because you, you, you can become their enemy. Even though it is true. Because he loves or she loves his children. Hallelujah. God the Father, it is because he wanted a large family. He made provision for forgiveness. That I will forgive all of you and all of you can become my children. Now, if we want to be fathers like God, then we must also have forgiving hearts. Hallelujah. So that you don't zero in on the misgivings and the bad things of people And I'm speaking to the whole church, not just the men. That to be like God, we must have a large heart, room for all kinds of people. People of all the inchanga size and enormous size. If you know what I'm talking about. Amen. People with all kinds of faces, all kinds of behaviors. That is the heart of God. That you don't have to force everybody to become like you. As a matter of fact, if everybody becomes like you, it will be a very scary world. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so, as I close, remember that our fatherhood comes from God. Remember that we are he's our model. And in as much as God has room for everybody, all our ways, he's still working on us. So, you should have room in your heart for other people and what they are working on. And in as much as God corrects out of love, when we correct too, we should correct out of love. And in as much as God forgives over and over again, we too, if we want to be like God, we must forgive over and over again. Only then can we show and demonstrate that we are becoming like God, who is the Father of spirits. Put your hands together unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Shall we be on our feet? Commit yourself to God, even as you make the call for people to become believers. If you've never given your life to Christ, now and today is a perfect opportunity. God is stretching forth his hand with his large heart to bring everybody in. No one left behind. He has already paid the price and he said, as many as are willing. Whosoever calleth on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So stretch forth your hand. If you have never been born again, committed your life to Christ. I am calling for you. Father, Thank we, you. Jesus. we declare that we that love you. We declare. forgiveness for the blood of Christ for his cross which has given me confidence we come by the blood we believe Christ died for us he was raised from the dead for our justification now give us your grace to walk with you and to have our hearts change to become the heart of God our father In the name of Jesus. Amen. You may take your seats. We are going to take um, an offering for the orphanage. Every Father's Day, we take an offering for the orphanage.